Good morning to you from wherever you're at and wherever I'm at. I'm just so thankful, Lord, uh, that you're here with us in Jesus' name. And I thank you, the audience. I thank you for listening. I'm just so thankful to have an opportunity to speak life today to you uh, and, and to move on from there. So thanks for tuning in. And I just encourage you not to shut me off in three or four minutes. Uh, just I encourage you to stay with this message today. Uh, all that have any interest in moving ahead in this great land and great time with with your families and everything about it. So how could I cover all that? But I just ask the Lord to bless this message, to open your ears, open your eyes, open your hearts in Jesus' name to receive that which the Lord has for you this day. The Holy Spirit has a message for you today, and he'll impart that through my lips. That's where my faith is. Thank you, Lord, for this time in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, you know, there's no question about it <clears throat> because this is a dated thing. It's a date. It's a kickoff the way I see it of, of a, just another year in a great land. And uh, boy, what a what a kickoff this is, all the things that are out there, all the things going on, and, and you know, to, to reach out to you personally, and I'd say I want you to really listen today and be encouraged, because that's what this is all about. You know, uh, I don't know where to start sometimes, but you know, we start uh, right where we're at. You know, it's kind of like uh, the old farmer I I, I did some flying for a, a man up in Canada one time, spraying some crops of his in, in Mon, northern Montana. I saw this big field one day, and there was all these huge amounts of rocks piled on the end. And I said to this guy, I said, Stan, how did you move those rocks? He said, well, you know, Gary, he said, I started on the east, and I worked my way to the west. And, you know, sometimes when we want to do some things in our life, we just need to start. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I somehow I'm thinking of this today, you know, we, we talk a lot about faith, and I mean, there's a lot of faith teaching out there. There's also faith uh, teaching out there that bring you a lot of unbelief. It doesn't matter. But, you know, I got to thinking about it. People say, well, you need to exercise your faith. Well, uh, if you think about exercise, you think about your physical body. If you want to exercise your physical body, what do you have to do? You have to do something. You have to make a move. You have to move. And so, you know, that's a pretty simple uh, little bit of theology there if you want to exercise your faith do something so in that realm we're looking at a time in the, in the nation when there's a lot of a lot of uh, things coming against our nation uh, a lot of things and and as we review this and I'll, I'll be hitting this kind of uh, as, as I can as it comes to me to say these things but there's something I want you to know right off there's two things that really ring out in my uh, thoughts and the, the bit of history that I know. There was a time in 1607 when, when people came across from Europe and planted a cross at the mouth of Chesapeake Bay. You've heard me talk about it before if you heard me talk in that realm. When they did, the, did that, they dedicated this land to the Lord Jesus Christ. Basically, they made a covenant with our God, and, and actually, the God was making a covenant with this nation. The Puritans did it again uh, in the exact year. Uh, it was like 1618, 1619. Uh, uh, I should have that nailed, but at the same time, they did the same thing. They consecrated this land 
to the Lord Jesus Christ, to our God. This is God's country. I want you to get that. You know, it's a country western song out there right now, and it says this is God's country. I want you to get that anchored in you because, you know, the thing is, if it's God's country and you're God's people, you're going to look at this whole thing a lot uh, differently than you may have been looking at it. For one thing, you'll understand that it's God's country and not the devil's and not not anybody that's really trying to take over our nation. It's not theirs. It's God's country. Now, let me ask you something. If if you've... uh, if you want to please somebody, would you rather please God or would you want to please those politically correct folks out there that want to take your freedom? Well, that's, a, that's a, a, something you can answer very quickly. But I want to read a couple of scriptures here out of Joshua. And, and you know, it's very similar, very similar situation to probably more similar to when in 1776 when, when uh, people rose up in the colonies and said, we're going to take this land back. Who was inspiring that? Well, I'll tell you what, the Spirit of God was inspiring that in 1776, and the Spirit of God is inspiring us today in 2021 to take this land for Him and keep it. It's ours already. We need to keep it. Okay, so what did he tell Joshua? This is back in Joshua, and you, 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 you read to open this up. Joshua's the man that God trusted to take over the promised land. And in verse 6, I want you to hear this. He said, be strong and of good courage, for to this people you shall divide an inheritance, the land which I swore to your fathers to give to them. Okay, I know we're talking about Israel, but see, he gave us America too. He gave us these United States and probably more. In verse 7, says it again, only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law of Moses, or we'd say the word of God. Now, my servants commanded you, do not turn from it to the right hand or the left, but you may prosper wherever you go. Oh, are we talking prosperity here? You know, uh, that's why I really want to bring some anchor to you today, some serious stuff. God wants you to prosper. You know, I know there's preachers out there, and they, they complain about prosperity teachers. They complain about people that are trying to do miracles, and they are, that according to them, it's all passed away, and healing's passed away unless you just get lucky and God happened to, to see you in that point. Well, that's, that's disbelief and doubt, so we'll leave that alone. I'm not here to criticize anybody. I'm here to focus you on the things you should focus on. Okay, let's look at it again. Verse 9. How come he said it three times in his first chapter? He said, Have I not commanded you to be strong and of good courage? Do not be afraid nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. You should take that. You should write that down. You should take that those scriptures right there, and you should put them right in the front of your Bible. You should put them on your refrigerator. You should... Put them on a card in your pocket. You should maybe if you're going to, I don't do tattoos. That'd be a good thing to tattoo. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm not into tattoos or selling them. But my point is right now, instead of, instead of lurking behind and maybe going to some teaching where they say just get along, you know, that's socialist teaching. Did you know that? I grew up in a socialist home, basically. And everything I heard was, well, let's just get along. Well, while we're wanting to get along, the enemy's coming by, and he's he's walking all over us. We must we must get beyond that. We must begin to think about what we're really doing. Are we really ready to lay down and give up this land that our Heavenly Father gave us through the Lord Jesus Christ, sent His Holy Spirit into our hearts? We talked about the Holy Spirit here some uh, 
and I'm not done talking about the Holy Spirit because it's him that leads us and guides us and, and te teaches us truth and gives us power and gives us impetus and gives us a, a reason to fight. Well, the reason we fight today is because we are winners. I know we're being challenged on every realm by somebody that wants to steal your freedom. Do you really think God wants you to lose your freedom? Do you really think that God wants you to be locked up in socialism, communism, and every other dictatorship that they want? Because these people at the top, hey, they, they sell you on this idea because they think they're the elites. They think they'll be somebody with great, great uh, palaces that they can live in while you kind of get smother yourself down you know and you get in some little shack somewhere and maybe stacks and stacks and stacks of apartments like you see in Russia you see them in China if you haven't seen it look on the chapter they they stack those uh, apartments 20 30 stories tall and they have families live in one room that's where these elites want you are you ready for that are you ready for that? Do you know what you have to do right now? You have to get encouraged. You have to be strong and very courageous. How much courage does it take? Well, the first courage you need to do is just believe God. If you can get that anchored, if, if you don't hear one other thing today, just realize in this fight for our land to keep our freedom and keep the things that are dear to us, get all the things that we have, the rights and privileges, all we have to do is believe that God wants them that way. If you don't believe that, then you've got to check your belief system out. Or maybe you need to switch religions, <laughs> whatever that is. Uh, but anyway, uh, the other thing I, I, I thought about with all this is, you know, people say, well, this, these politicians, well, I'll tell you the truth about politicians. Uh, I live in the state of South Dakota, and honest to God, we have some people representing our state that I seriously doubt are in this fight with us. And that makes me sad to say it, but what it makes me is... Uh, it makes me want to step in and encourage the people of God, the righteous people that really want to stand up and fight for your rights. They're not just down there to play politics. They're not down there to inherit all that money they make. You know, it's well known. People go to Congress and they're poor. They come back and they got a lot of money. No, well, uh, I don't know. There's good ones down there too. But, but you know, bottom line is politics. Do we get involved with politics? Well, whatever it takes, but there's a difference. I thought about this the other day. There's two things. There's politics, and then there's patriotism. Amen. If we're patriotic, we've got to get involved in whatever it takes. If you're looking at this video right now, you see a flag over my shoulder, and I'm looking at a backwards video, so I just assume it's over my uh, uh, right shoulder. I don't know, but it's, it's my flag. It's your flag. That's what we're fighting for. We're fighting for patriotism. You know, you go back and read a little bit of history, you know, before they, see, they even try to remove the history. You know, this stuff I've talked about today, they try to get rid of that. But in 1776, I just checked this out a little bit, and I could be off a few hundred or a few million. I don't know, but there were about three million people in the colonies. And when, when a group of people wanted to rise up and fight for what's ours, do you know how many people actually fought in the Revolutionary War? Near as I can find out, there's about 19,000 out of the 3 million. 20% of the people wanted to just get along with Great Britain. Now, Great Britain's our friend today. I understand that. But at that time, they weren't.
And God's plan wasn't to keep us hooked up with that religious hierarchy that existed in Europe. It was to free us from that like he wants you free today. He don't want you all locked up in a religious hierarchy. He wants the Spirit of God to move in you that he brought to you to move you ahead and to accomplish those things that you have. You know, I just think about that in this rural America. You know, we, we have got values in many, 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 many states. Uh, we have values. I mean, we're, we're, even if you live in the eastern end of the, there's still a western value. There's, there's something about the purity of America that still exists. Hang on to that. Because, you know, the, 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 the powers that be try to rope you in and convince you that their way is better. You know, you should dress like they do. You should do this, you should do that. Hey, uh, you know, I, I happen to grow up in the cowboy of life. I didn't grow up, uh, you know, thinking about it. I was a cowboy. I grew up out there in ranching country. Good people, good people, good people. And that seems to be a theme throughout all the farmers and ranchers and rural people and the cities that support them all over many, many, many states. No, we don't have to go along with somebody else or these dumb TV shows like MTV that, that basically parade uh, uh, the, the most evil you can think of to our youth. Hey, you know, that's, that's another thing. You know, I don't know where, I, uh, you know, today I'm just, I'm just going for it because I know that you can stand up for this and make a difference. And, and in the news today, there's a, a, a little gal out of Rifle, Colorado. She's five foot tall, weighs 100 pounds. She's got a couple kids and a husband, and she owns a sports bar. And she's into gun rights, and if you look her up, you'll find out that even all the servers wear guns. Well, she's a newly elected House of Representatives today, brand new, five foot tall, 100 pound, cute little gal, full of spunk. Guess what? She said, we're going to that... I'm going to go into that House of Representatives, and I'm going to pack my gun. And she went against the, uh, all the liberal stuff, and she got 82 other House of Representatives people to endorse the letter with her, sign it with her, and she's making a difference. You say, well, how could this little character out of, out of the Colorado mountains make a difference? Well, <laughs> she did. What does that say about you? Well, you get behind those kind of people. Either you stand up or you get behind those kind of people. That's what we do. We must fight. We must fight. We must fight because, you know, if you don't get this today, if I'm not getting through to you, then I'll have to try another approach because I don't quit either. I don't come from a, a family of quitters or a land of quitters or anything else. I've been down a few times. I've been beat up and I've, I've been... Uh, run over and all kind of things, but you, you know what? God's, God's still pumping me out to, to help people make a difference. It's not about getting famous. It's about walking where, you know, if you just keep that in mind. This is God's plan, not yours. And when we fit into God's plan, man, there's nothing can stop us. There's nothing can stop Joshua till he made, uh, he did make some uh, mistakes later on. He, he got a little soft. Well, we can't get soft with the devil. We can't get soft with the devil. And these people that are toting out. Now, just look what's happening all over America right now as we speak. We've got all these threats. We've got all these terrible, terrible socialist people. Uh, they're, they're taking over the cities, they think. But guess what's happening? Even in the worst of them, there's people like you and me rising up. In the midst of all that mess, they're rising up. And they're getting a voice. And guess what's happening? People are listening to those voices. Now, I'm not talking about all the fake things that go on because, you know, even among believers and, and us, uh, 
uh, you know, maybe conservative type people, they call us, you know, that's about, <laughs> who knows how many million that is. If we, they keep saying 74 million voted for our president. Well, if that's the case, 74 million, that means another 20 million that didn't make it to vote, but they're still for him, and then they all have kids and families, so we may be talking 150 million people out there. I don't know. I'm just making it up. Hey, you start, you get a voice going, it's, they're going to listen to you. They're looking for leadership. They're not looking for people who want to cower down in some pew somewhere and just say, oh, let, let's, let, let's let somebody else fight the battle. Let's just get real religious. Yeah, that'll help you a lot. No, it won't help you a lot. It'll just make you religious, and then pretty quick you're sad, and then you don't know who God is anymore. You know, I I saw a, um, just a scripture, and some people say, well, don't take things out of context. Well, I'm taking this out of context a little bit. It's in Acts 11. And it said, and, and here we have a situation where, you know, Peter's been sent in to uh, do some things and minister life to somebody. And this verse 12 really jumps out at me a lot, even though it's a bit out of context, but it isn't really. It's in context with my message today. It's in verse 12, it said, Then the Spirit told me, go with them doubting nothing. That's what I'm saying to you today. When you get, you rise up, you're, you're a child of God, you made Jesus the Lord of your life. I, I've done plenty of teaching myself about what happens with the Holy Spirit coming along and being part of your life, being part of your entire spirit, man. I mean, you've got the Holy Spirit working for you all the time if you let him. And here this guy said, the Spirit of God told me to go with them doubting nothing. You know, when I get before this camera and, and I, you know, all kind of voice will come along and say, well, who'd want to listen to you or this or what are you going to say that? You know what? They're just things rose up in me. And even if I don't know before the camera comes on exactly what I'm going to say, I'm going to, this scripture is it. The Spirit told me to be in front of this camera today and, and I'm doubting nothing. I don't doubt that I'm supposed to be here today. Now, what's that mean? It's not about me. It's about you. Those things in your heart, those things in your heart, and they, you don't all have to go preach somewhere. You don't all have to go this. You don't have to do anything, but there's something in you right now that's an action. I know it. I know it. I know it. And fear has stepped you from, stopped you from doing that for maybe a long time. Today is your day to know, unleash that in you. Unleash that thing in your heart. Who put it in your heart? The Spirit of the living God put it in your heart. You say, well, I'm not very religious. I don't know. I don't know much about it. Well, you can keep saying that if you want to, but I guarantee if you'll stop and just quiet down and start quit telling people what you can't do, just start thinking about those things in your heart because those are put there by the Spirit of the living God. Why? For one thing, He loves you. For another thing, He needs you. And for another thing, you're a citizen of a, of a great land that's affected the entire earth. Do you know that? Do you know when you rise up and do things and you start making a difference in this land, do you realize that same spirit is, is going throughout the entire earth? Well, you can say I'm crazy, I'm making this up. I don't care what you say about me, I'm just telling you the truth. This land, what goes on in America right now, and you can read all the news or you want to, and you can tell the whole earth is looking right now. The whole world is tuning in to what's going on in our nation right today right today. The whole world is watching. The ones that, that want to take us over, they're watching because they hate the idea. 
the ones that, that have been really blessed by this nation, they're saying, come on, come on. They're cheering on. Come on, believers. Come on, Christians. Come on. And they're, they're even saying, come on, we need Trump. Why? Because he's a leader that walks with the Lord. He is not a perfect man. I don't know how many people are watching this video right now are perfect. Uh, I'm sure not. Uh, but you know what? In spite of all that, God can use me. He can use you. He can use people. And, and that's where I'm at with our president. He may not be perfect. He may be some people don't like him. But good Lord, 100, over 100 million people do. <laughs> so what, what, are we, what are we thinking about here? <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I wish I could look at all of you in the eyes and I'd say, am I getting anywhere? Am I, am I preaching to the, <laughs> the people that need this word today? I hope so. It's my heart to tell you we need to get in this fight. We need to keep the fight. We need to figure that out. We need to weigh what's in our spirit, man, because the Spirit of God is there to lead us. Jesus said, I'm giving you the... I'm giving you a helper. Uh, that's what he meant, the Holy Spirit. He said, I'm giving you because I have to go away. He's given us that helper. He's given us a teacher. He's given us all this strength. Do you know the empowerment in a believer comes from the Holy Spirit because he does, he orchestrates everything God tells him to do, and that's what he does. That's why I know he's speaking to your heart right now, and he's asking you, make some adjustments in how you think about all this stuff. Make some adjustments in your heart. Start thinking about the courage. Start thinking about this courageous thing, you know. Be strong and of good courage. What does that say to you? Well, you know, I haven't always been real gutsy in my life, but, but it doesn't matter. The strength is from the Lord. The courage is from the Lord. I, I just have to say, I don't know how to put this in words always, but it just seemed like when we finally pick up the sword, you know, we pick this up and say, well, I'm not, I'm not amounted much, but what I do know, I'm going to do that today. Do you know when you do that and you honor the Lord with it, do you know that his strength that multiplies your strength by how many times? Hundreds of times, maybe more. Just when you pick up the sword and say, I'm going to do this thing. Next thing you know, you'll, you'll be like, like that little gal Washington, D.C. That, that, no, that nobody even knows and the liberals already hate her because she's for gun rights. Why would she be for gun rights? Some of you say, well, why do we need guns? Simple. They want your guns. Why do they want your guns? Because in the history of the whole earth, if they could get you to lay down your arms, guess what they do? They come in and take you over, and there's no way for you to defend yourself. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm about a, well, let's see, I'm third generation, fourth, fourth generation uh, German. I still have family in Germany, and I, knew, I met some of them a few years ago when I was in the military there. Do you know that here's what's going to happen right now in America? We think it's all divided. We think that, you know, it's half this and half that. I will guarantee you, you get in this fight, you start bringing the Spirit of God into your life and into this fight, and you start, you start standing up for freedom, and we start taking all this land back. You know what's going to happen? These people that are now fighting you and they're super liberal, they're all sudden going to be on your side. That's how the Germans were. Uh, those old Germans that come out of World War II, they say, well, I never liked Hitler. They're lying to you. 
they sold out to him, lock, stock, and barrel. They said, yeah, he's, he's got a dream. He's got a plan. Well, when uh, they started rounding up Nazis and, and none of those people that supported him, they w didn't want to go to jail with him. They said, oh, no, we were never Nazi. But I've known some of these people. Yes, they were big-time Nazi. I mean, they supported anyway. That's what's going to happen right now. You get some strength in you, people are going to want to follow you into freedom. They're going to follow you, and I'll tell you what, because of this, I believe we're facing on a great outpouring of the Holy Spirit because more and more people are going to listen to these, these kind of words and they're saying, I want the Spirit of God working in me. I don't care about religion or any of those practices that just practice. I'm, I don't want to practice faith either. I want to walk in it. I want to exercise my faith. I'm going to do something today. Uh, so if I haven't got any other message to you today, do something with your faith. Do something because just know this, you lift up your plan, Spirit of God will be behind you a thousand percent. Well, I made up the percentage, but that doesn't matter. I think you get the drift of it. God wants you to prosper. He says so in the Word. He wants you to be in health. He wants healing in your life. I don't care what anybody else says. He, he It is a prosperity God gospel. Everything he ever says is about prospering his people, and you're his people. Trust me, you're his people. So God bless you. I'll close this right now, but I want you to know the Spirit of God is with you. He's in you. He's around you. The anointing will be on whatever you put your hand to. Whatever you put your hand to, the Bible says, will prosper if you just walk with him. And, and so, Just be of good cheer. Uh, I, I tell you, I, I, I never like to go beyond the anointing. I just like to get this message into you. And again, it's God's plan. You know, well, I'll, I'll finish up with one scripture that come to me earlier. And uh, I'm, it's in 1 John, and it's over at uh, 1 John, not John, 1 John. And I want to close with this scripture. And in verse John 5, 14, he said, now this is the confidence that we have in him. See, we want confidence. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Now let's talk about his will. Because people start thinking, well, maybe it's not his will to do this. Hey, come on. I just read enough right there. It's here, first of all, it's will. His will is that this land be in peace. It's his will that we would we would prosper in everything we do. Beloved, I wish above all things you'd prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. So anything according to his will, he hears us. It's his will to speak to you today. It's his will for you to know that peace in America is his plan. Uh, anything other than peace is not his plan. But he says if we ask according to his will, his plans, He's going to hear us, but what does 5.15 say? And we know that he hears us. Whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we ask of him. How hard is this? You stand up and you want to exercise your faith. You want to do these things. It says that he will give us whatever we ask. He will give us whatever we ask. No, don't, don't go there and say, well, it may not be his will for this. Uh, it is his will. It's his will to prosper you and for you to be in peace. That you to be in strengthened and strengthened, empowered through your belief in him by the Holy Spirit. So in Jesus' name, I just say, 
drink this in, listen to this more than once. Get this in your heart. Get this in your heart and prosper and begin to, to show the people around you some strength. And guess what? They'll gather up behind you right away. Even your families, even some of your children and teens, maybe they're rebelling a little bit. You fathers stand up and show some strength right now, and guess what? Your family's going to be right there behind you because they've been looking for you to stand up and be somebody. That, trust me, that's leadership. God bless you. I love you so much. Uh, and so you just have a blessed day, and uh, let's kick this year off the right way in Jesus' name. Amen.